Hello there. You're listening to Shay's Bills Podcast. And here's your host, Shilano. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Shay Spills Podcast. I am Shlan Ikushi. Good to see you. I do apologize for not having been updating the podcast recently. Um, I I don't really have an excuse. I'm going to be very honest. I just got backlogged with work, and I was trying to concentrate on streaming, and I left you neglected. So I am sorry I left you behind, but I decided before Christmas and the New Year's, I will do at least two episodes and this is the Christmas one um, of a disappearance here in Ireland. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about that. Um, of course, it's Christmas. It's December 21st here right now. It is slightly drizzly outside here in Ireland where I am. Uh, it's very windy and wild. Uh, no snow or anything like that, like what's happening in the United States. Um, but, yep, yeah, it's fairly mild, which is... I think the first it's not too cold it's just a bit windy so that's not too bad I think um but yes so today's episode is uh, a disappearance here in Ireland and it is the story of Mary Boyle all right so just two weeks ago Artie has a series uh, program called Scannel which aired an episode about a young girl from Donegal in Ireland who went missing uh, her name is Mary Boyle. Uh, Mary was born on the 14th of June in 1970 in Spark Hill in Birmingham in England in the UK. Mary's mother is Anne, her father is Charlie, her older brother Paddy and twin sister Anne makes up the family. They travelled to Cashelard in County Donegal near the Ballin Shannon to visit their grandparents on their farm. Uh, on St. Patrick's Day, they drove up to the coast from their home in Kins Castellan in the Rosses. So Mary was last seen on March 18, 1977 on St. Patrick's Day. Mary was outside with her brother, uh, two cousins, and with her uncle who left a returning ladder to another farm, which is four, 400 yards, which is 370 metres up the hill. She walked behind her uncle, Jerry, towards the Collie's house around quarter to 4 p.m. While the rest of the grown-ups were inside eating dinner, Mary followed Uncle Jerry up as they arrived up to a small pool of water that was too deep for her. Uh, she decided to turn around and halfway through the voyage, she said, I was going to go back, because whether by choice or it was just a request by her uncle. Uh, her uncle Jerry last saw her munching a packet of potatoes crisps. Her return to journey should take more or less than five minutes from where they were to the family home um her uncle lingered in the neighbors for another 30 minutes just to have a chat with them with that she was gone never seen again by her parents at the red or at the residence by her family um her family conducted searches in the surrounding region and asked passerbys if they'd seen a girl mary entered the house clothed in slacks and a knitted cardigan her long hair tied up in a red ribbon uh, gave her mother a hug and kiss saying i forgot to give it to you this morning mum." she admitted uh, that was the last words to her mother Anne, who was her mum, said quote i looked out in the front door mary's mother recalled mary was not present while the other children were playing in a bush in the front garden 
Jerry, my brother, was preparing a stone wall in the front of the house. I asked him if he saw Mary, but he didn't respond, so he must have not heard me. Ten minutes later, I asked whether anyone seen Mary, and Jerry bolted down the road in his car. In my despair, I asked my mother to light a candle. I shook the holy water around the room. I was terrified. Dad, I raced out to the rocks and screaming and wailing. I hoped and prayed to God to keep her safe. When Jerry returned to the house, he said she had followed him to the Crawley's house and then turned back. I got into my car and went to the various directions along the road. It seemed like a nightmare. End quotation. Uh, now, it was rumoured a, a fisherman said, described stating that he saw Mary being loaded into a red car and driven away, but he was later con contradicted himself in a BBC podcast by saying he had not seen Mary, but only a suspicious red cur. The Guardi began their investigation and drained a lake behind her grandparents' property. They also provided a simonatic recreation of the disappearance, which they actually used Mary's twin sister, Anne, uh, who played the role. Um, the initial suspect, who was questioned shortly after the Boyle vanished, was released without prosecution other people had been questioned in connection with the disappearance brian mcmahon who was detained by the guardi in october 2014 but was released without charge the next day mcmahon later stated publicly that he had no involvement in the disappearance and that locals know he couldn't have been involved now there was another link they were thinking this man called robert black was convicted a serial killer of children who was from Scotland. He was also named a suspect after it was found out that he was a cross-border truck driver who was frequently transported children. He had been in County Donegal during the Boyle's disappearance as part of his profession. Now, Black was well-known in the neighbourhood and seen being charged by Gardy for drinking after hours. At the time of Boyle's disappearance, his van was seen outside in a public bar in Anagiri. County Donegal. Um, a witness later claimed have heard screaming and moaning coming from the back of the van. However, O'Darcy's documentary was released online. It was widely assumed that Black could not have been the accused. And Boyle's twin sister um, and several other relatives had publicly stated that they believed that they know what happened to Mary. And who was responsible for her adoption. Now this produced a stress and conflict with the Boyle family. With Anne's mother who was named also Anne. Coincidentally. Um, publicly chastising her daughter in 2016. And described her public plea as. Quotation. The most ridiculous carry on I've ever seen in my life. End quote. As a result of the stress caused by Mary's disappearance. The mother and daughter. The two Anne's had not spoken to each other in years. Over the years, the singer Margot O'Donnell, a friend and relative of the family, had sported searches of the nearby slopes to try to find Mary's body. Police searched and also occupied since 1977, with the most recent occurring in 2016, when the Gardaí Shakana indicated that a new probe, however, but there was no proof to be discovered. Gardaí had a request for information about the matter in March in 2018, stating that it was an investigation was still ongoing. Charlie Boyle, um, Mary's father, died in a fishing accident off the coast of Donegal in 2005. 
Uh, O'Donnell published the tune The Missing Mary Boyle in 2011 in order to collect funds for a new search for the missing girl. The, girl, the Boyle family remained divided in part because of the younger Anne Boyle's public charges. Uh, Mary's case remained Ireland's longest missing persons case 46 years later. And Dorothy has also asked anyone for information on her twin sister's disappearance to come forward. And there is in fact a memorial um, statue of Mary at St. Mary's Church in Kincaslan. If I said that wrong, I'm so sorry. In County Donegal. But the inscription's actually incorrect. Um, they've put her age as seven years old, but when she went missing, she was six. Um, if you do have any information at all, and if you think it is no importance, but it could be the final piece of the jigsaw that we're they're looking for Mary's body, um, you can contact the disappearance. Um, call the Bally Shannon Garda Station at zero seven one nine eight five. Five three zero, um, and certainly there's one certainly thing. Oh, what am I saying? I I just fucked it up. Sorry. I, I'll try it again. <laughs> there is one certainty: nothing can properly express the impact of a child's death on people's lives. There is still a family waiting for the door to open for their loved one to step in and say, "I'm home." And unfortunately, this is the Mary Boyle's story. Um. And all the show notes you can uh, find are in with all the, the links I used for the episode. Now, this is a quite shorter episode I was expecting. I wrote this and it took me ages. And I was like, oh, this is really long. But I read it out so quickly. There was, um, so this was like, there, like, there's been a lot of people missing. Um, even today, there's actually someone missing from my area where I'm from. Um, he so disappearances have been more frequent in Ireland um we don't know whatever happened like there was one in 1986 the disappearance of Philip Carnes he was a 13 year old boy who just vanished broad daylight was walking back from school to school um after lunch and he just disappeared um I remember that one even though I wasn't born <laughs> but you know I've heard so much about it recently like even in the last few years um it's it's heartbreaking because you know the amount of people that do go missing and there's people um like family waiting for them to come home um I, I was I was saying to my mom even I think yesterday I was talking about there was someone mi- I don't know what what I was talking about, but you know, to think about people who were missing, it is very hard. I was just amazed, like how people just can just poof disappear, you know, and without a word of communication. Um, like even now, like last year, I've seen so many Facebook posts on people of young children of teenagers, probably like under eighteen, really just disappeared for a couple of hours, maybe a day or two um uh, but you know luckily thank god they they be found but you know with mary it's this has been 46 years um there's so many questions on how did she get just go disappeared within five minutes of the house where exactly like who would who would want to take a child 
Did she fall? Did she just get lured out to somewhere else? Was she kidnapped or did she just have an accident and she was never found? Uh, there's there's so many questions about it and you know considering it is a child as well it's it's really hard for the family and you know also she was a twin so the other half of her twin probably feels it as well um because that empathetic thing of like you know the twins can have um it's it's really upsetting still and you know they're still lo- waiting for her to come home um or even if they could find the body of mary that would just give them some relief um because there, there's been quite a few uh missing children not just in ireland but abroad um there was one of a young boy in america in new york as well i think you know it is everywhere um and it's it's terrifying but um that's that's really it for the podcast of the of this episode um i will of course leave all the show notes in notes of all research um i i did use um articles from the donegal news the irish examiner the irish times bbc the sunday world the irish independent um and that is it really thank you so much for listening i'm sorry it's a shorter episode than i was hoping um but i hope you enjoyed it hopefully i wasn't too rambly today i'm i'm gonna try i my plan is with you know the podcast i want to do more i want to get driven to get back into it um I, i've been doing a bit more streaming as well so i kind of did my twitch recap i've done 80 streams on the website but now recently there's um a difference they've announced they're going to change the sexual guidelines on the website so at the moment since last year the year before they've actually allowed women content creators to be streaming from a hot tub in bikinis um and they're just basically making money from that like they don't have to do anything i (laughs) but twitch is no longer really gaming i feel and with these new guidelines they're going to be bringing um artistic uh nudity which basically is that they're going to be if you're if you're a woman you can have no bra on and you could be painting um your breasts so i i don't really i mean look it, it is an art it is creativity but i feel a lot of people were saying there is a lot of only fans content creators will be coming over to us <laughs> and i don't feel comfortable because i'm a person that doesn't dress like very revealing but um i mean if you have the confidence to do that you go for it like fair play i i'm not downgrading them running like that i just feel that twitch is changing very quickly um so i'm going to hopefully give a try on kick in the new year which is the new um website everyone's been streaming on and apparently it's better because twitch doesn't uh well tr- so basically if you get subs or if you get subs bits uh from people who subscribe to you when you're streaming you uh you don't technically get it so you have like with twitch you might not get paid with your subscriptions unless you get a certain amount of money um so and i have lost a lot in the last year of people have subbed um every month maybe three or four people who are regulars but um it's usually due to gifts like 
I don't get that money every month. Um, so it is a loss. Um, Twitch are holding it until I get in a certain amount. If I get maybe like even fifty or sixty, I won't get that for ages. So it's like tips at work. Like you know, my tip job, my job. At, we don't get tips until like twice a year, and they split it all between us. So it's a, it's like that really. But kick is apparently ninety five percent that the money would go to us, and then five percent is to them. Um, also, kick is actually now the last year they've sponsored Formula One racing team, um, Alfa Romero, but now they're changing the name to um a terrible name called Kick Saber because Saber is the owner of the racing team, and Kick has now announced that they have taken over the main sponsor. Um and yeah, Kick Saber is a bit of a shite name if I'm honest, but um yeah, uh, I'm gonna do another podcast episode before the end of the year. Um, I'm not sure what it'll be on yet. I'm gonna figure that out. I don't know if it'll be true crime, or it just be something related to sports. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a lovely Christmas, safe Christmas. Please drink responsible. Um, and you know, it's only one big day. Everyone's making a big fuss, but it is special for many people. And uh, just consider, you might not. There might be people that are on their own for Christmas. Let's think about them as well, you know, and it's it is quite isolating uh for people. Um and be kind. You don't know what people are going through. Um so with that, goodbye, have a lovely time over Christmas and I will chat to you all very soon. Thanks for listening to Shea's Podcast. Make sure to follow Shea's Builds Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shea's Builds Pod and Shea's Builds Podcast. And check out Chilano on her socials at Chilano.